Hello, beautiful ones. This is episode 91 of In the Flow of Magic. I promise I will be keeping more regular. I'm going to try for in 2022. Happy New Year, by the way, beautiful. I am going to say that for the month of January and February, and it's mid-January now, I'm going to upload every week. So I'm going to do that for January 22 and February 22. But that is my promise. And then we'll see how it goes. So what I have for you today is, as a lot of my podcasts are, it's drawn from my YouTube channel. And I think you'll really find it interesting, the topic. And so there will be just occasional references to you know, something you could see on YouTube, like I might put up a comment, but I'll always read the comment. So you'll be really fully engaged. And if you would like to, I am running a seven day challenge and actually you're welcome to make it a 14 day challenge. It is free. It is a chakra challenge and it is taken from my full course chakra soul alchemy. What the free challenge is, it's, um, You'll get by email a daily activity, audio, video prompt that includes acupressure points, potent points to get your energy flowing through particular meridians related to the chakras, to the subtle energy centers. So look in the show notes for this, and I'm going to keep that running. So if you see the link for it, then that means you can sign up at any time that you're listening to this. And I think you'll really love it. I teach material that I don't share publicly anywhere else. And it's sort of, like I said, just a taster of my full program, but you will really get a sense of how powerful uh, different meditations are, simple daily activities and um, meditations. It's a mix, each day is a little different. And each day with this uh, seven day free challenge, Um, each day I envision that the practice I give you should take no more than 20 minutes. So do leave a comment. Feel free to reach out to me at assistant at in the flow of magic.com. And my website is in the flow of magic.com. So enjoy and be well, stay blissed and blessed. All right, so it's Coach Viv, and this is my first time being live on Instagram, which is like right there above my computer. And so my laptop's in front. In fact, if I lift it up just a little bit, that was the problem is it was kind of in the way of Instagram. Let me know what, this is actually really helpful to me in terms of me creating content for you. What specifically are you interested in about the chakras? Now I can share with you guys that it's always the root chakra and the sacral chakra that get the most attention on my channel. Okay. Whatever I do, those are the biggest videos. So as women and my audience is primarily women and I'm speaking to women here, guys, you're welcome to hang out if you like, but I'm speaking to Uh, the ladies in the audience, the goddesses in the audience, and especially prime of life, I'd say like 35 and up. But I call my younger uh, ladies the um, bliss babes and the more mature audience, the wise women. So welcome if I'm new to you. And my channel on YouTube is Yoga Bliss Dance. And so welcome. So let me, hi, Selena. I'm so glad you're here. So I want to talk today about the chakras and why they're important. Now, you guys who know me know I always forget like the exact title of my video, Um, but it's something like why the chakras are important. That's what I'm going to share with you. And uh, the subtitle was that they are the like the um, the discs of our life, like the. sort of the, not controllers, controllers isn't the right word that I want to use. They are, so let's jump into it. I'm going to do an intro. So the chakras, there are seven primary, as you know, and I know a lot of you know this stuff, but what I want to do is really bring it home as to why it's important and why the care of your energy body 
is as important as the care of your physical body, if not more so, and how they're interrelated. Okay, so that's what I want to uh, cover with you guys. So today will be the root chakra. I'll talk a bit about that. And then I'm going to go, I think, through Tuesday, um, doing a chakra. And I think the last one I'll do Ajna and Sahasra, the crown chakra, I'll do those together. Okay, so I want to read you a quote that is from Anadea Judith. And um, she's written one of the primary books in the West on the chakras. And she says that, so I just love how she put it. She says that chakras are the organizing centers, the organizing centers for the reception, the assimilation, and the transmission of life energies, okay? So just think about what that means. The chakras are the organ organizing centers. There are seven primary ones, as you know, for the reception, right? So to receive, to take in, for the reception, the assimilation, to assimilate means to break down and almost digest, right? And the transmission, sort of giving out of energy. So we all come from a different place energetically. I wanna talk about it in, in sort of this fun way in that you could almost have a personality that is rooted in a different chakra. Okay, so you can be more of a root chakra woman, a sacral chakra woman, uh, you know, Manipura, third chakra woman. There are different, literally sort of personality archetypes, ways of being in the world that reflect the chakra that you come from, right? It's like, it's how you view the world. It's like the glasses that you put on that the lens at which you see the world, which can explain, and I'm not gonna get into politics because we don't need any more politics right now. Um, just that it explains a lot of the division we're seeing in the world. Those of you who are watching me on my YouTube channel, um, look, I have a video called uh, Consciousness Chaos. It's like chaos, chaos, consciousness, and something else. And it explains how, um, and this is not meant with any judgment, but different people are at different levels of consciousness. That, I mean, you can just look out into the world and know that. Right, and that's not necessarily their fault. There are various reasons that there might be. Um, if you believe in karma, for example, we're just, we're evolving. They just might be at a particular level. But I think that explains a lot of the divisions we're having right now. So the chakras are the organizing centers for the reception, the assimilation and the transmission of energies. Think about what that means because what separates you now from, or any, let's say any being, cause it's going to be something you might think of as negative, but think of a person, you know, they're on their deathbed and then they die. What is different? Literally three minutes after they're declared, you know, they're deceased, right? What's different? What's missing? All the muscles are there. The bone is there. The blood is there, but there's not movement. There's not action. There's not, there's not life. So what we're talking about here are life energies, because so basically, like, we're like, yeah, it's a dead body. Dead means no life, right? No energy, no movement, no consciousness, no awareness, okay? So we're talking about the chakras are the seven major centers that keep, uh, keep on the physical level, affect our organs, our glands, our nerves, okay? as well as on the subtle energetic spiritual level, okay? So they, they, they govern all, all different areas of our life. Now, what I don't want you to think of chakras as is like this thing that's controlling you. That's a wrong understanding of it. It's more that they're an expression of where you are. So for example, your root chakra isn't, you know, making you, um, do something. It's not, it's not like that. What it is, is that it basically almost holds a record of you. It holds your, uh, your sort of karmic, your, your beliefs, your, your sort of your level of consciousness. Okay. Any questions at the, at this point, any questions at this point? So the, the, the completely wrong understanding would be to blame your chakras like they're separate. It's not a separate entity at all. It's basically like saying, it's, you know, your eyes, your liver. I want to say here also, like everyone born basically, right? We have eyes, we have hands, we have fingers. 
in that same way, every person, regardless of religion or not religion or spiritual or not, this is sort of the metaphysical basis of what you are, right? So hope that makes sense. Any questions at this point? Any questions? And welcome if you're just joining. We're talking about why the chakras are important, that they are basically the seven centers of your consciousness and uh, behavior, understanding and all of that. So any questions, whether on Instagram or on YouTube, before I go on? Share how it manifests physically. Okay, yes, yeah, so, um, and I have, um, I think there are eight videos, really good series that I made two years ago. Of course, the information doesn't change a lot. This stuff is thousands of years old, especially in written form. Um, so I have seven videos, eight that go into introducing the chakras and then go through each one. So check that out on yogablissdance.com. And that's important because I'm not going to re-explain all these videos that I made. So do come to my channel and check that out. But yeah, on the physical level, the chakra governs the area where it resides. And so the chakras reside in our our um, energy body. And it's just picture almost like, you know, you've seen images of like the like a transparent shape like the human body. Again, what what brings us to life? There's always that there's this there is God, the divine uh, spirit, then this is a manifestation of right. So that's why the way that there is like a rose, but there's a daisy, you know, there's a peony, there are different weed flowers, there are different, you know, varieties, so that in the same way, we all have chakras, and they help they manifest us in different ways. Um, so yeah, we're talking about the root chakra today. It's called Muladhara, Muladhara, and it governs, it's at the, when the energy where you can feel it is around the perineum, okay, ask me questions if it's not clear. Hi, Lou. <laughs> I'm going to wave to Lou. Hi, Lou. I just like hitting the button. Lou is a friend of mine, and Lou is a wonderful teacher um, and healer herself, working with uh, hypnotherapy primarily. So, yeah. It governs the colon, okay? So we're talking about the lower part of the body. We're talking about the root chakra. So physical things, uh, the legs, the feet, the legs, the lower part of the body, your elimination especially has to do with the root chakra. Any issues with hips, legs, feet would tend to be root chakra related. Now I have to state here, I am not a physician. And what I'm talking about is sort of a metaphysical understanding of and what we're talking about is what precedes the energy precedes the material right like you're solid you touch yourself you're solid but before that right before you were born right there's a zen koan you know what um something about you know before you were born like where were you kind of thing so it comes from the the energy realm consciousness the spiritual realm the immaterial so yeah hi dreadhead beauty <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hi, Kim. I think I'd said hi to Kim before. So the root chakra, Muladhara, very much is linked with, you can tell if you have trouble with this chakra, and this is what I want to cover. So do come to each day. I'll be going live at 5.55. I just chose that because that's my favorite number, five. I'll be going live on um, Instagram and on YouTube. So issues with the root chakra show up in your life. That's what I'm saying. It isn't just this esoteric thing that's like woo-woo, okay, where it has nothing to do with you. If you have a weak root chakra, um, you will tend to have issues like uh, issues with stability. So what do I mean by that? Issues with having a stable home. Uh, it has to do with physical things. It's like the... Um, yeah, it has to do with physical things like your body, your health, uh, money to a great extent. There's also another chakra that is very much about how much money you're able to earn. So if you, what types of things damage this chakra? A lot of things do, okay? So Muladhara, picture a tree, a, tr a tree or any plant, right? If the roots are weak, it doesn't matter if they get lots of sunshine, if the, if the root itself is weak and puny, the plant just falls over and dies, right? So that root is crucial. So early childhood trauma, 
things like being moved around a lot as a child, um, having an unstable home, right? Having a home where there's a lot of conflict, where you as a, as a, you know, a new being don't feel safe. So anything to do with lack of safety, that's the best way I can say it. Anything to do with lack of safety is going to create basically like trauma that affects the root chakra. Okay, the trauma then affects that root energy, which then makes it harder for you to do that thing. So again, parents fighting uh, trauma, drama in the home, even as a little ch children can sense if they hear, you know, parents yelling, are they being carried roughly? Is the mother upset? Is the mother angry, a mother or father? Early trauma like that, anything that makes you feel unstable, goddess, when you were little, shakes that root. That's what the root's about. The root is about ancestors. It's about tribe. Okay. And I'm using tribe in the broad sense, you know, um, are, are you Turkish? Are you, you know, Senegalese? Like what, you know, that whole identification, family, tribe, ethnicity, that it kind of goes out to country, right? you know, identifying with your country, your nation. So it's a, it's a sort of a tribal chakra. I'm not gonna, that's the best way to say it. What do I mean by that? What do I mean by that? It's a tribal chakra. It's not bad, right? Cause it's the root, it's not bad, right? You can connect with your ancestors beautifully and feel and feel connected. And, and, and if you do like work with shamanism, you know, connect into the power of your ancestors, the positive ancestors that we all had. But on the other hand, if the family line is really dysfunctional, um, you know, alcoholism, drug use, um, and, and, you know, in this life or in past even, right, going back in your line, that would affect that root. That would affect muladhara, the base. It means base support. So um, there are things that you can do to work with this chakra to strengthen it. Um, you know, there's a lot of videos on YouTube. People are giving all sorts of things and, and many things work, many things work. But I just want to be really honest with you. It's not like, you know, like you're going to start wearing red, which I kind of was drawn to for this because red is the color associated red and like brown and black, these really, you know, earthy colors um, that will help. But the primary thing that helps with the chakras is meditation on that chakra, meditation on that chakra, okay? And using like the Bija mantra for that, for that particular energy center. And then there are things you can do in daily life that help, okay? But they're auxiliary, they're like support. They're not like the primary, primary thing. So I'm gonna stop here. I'm gonna just see if there are any questions. Um, yeah, and feel free, the thing is, I think on Instagram, I could actually have you come on live, um, which might be weird for my YouTube people. <laughs> so I don't know if I'm going to do that. So any questions at this point? And then I'll go on a little bit about then, you know, from the trauma, from the trauma drama, which we've all had in different ways. Like someone could come from, say, a wealthy family and still have a damaged root chakra. Here's, here's an example. So say in their family, though they're very wealthy, the father or mother uses money as a way to control them and as a way to like basically beat them up, right? If you don't do this, I'm stopping, I'm stopping your funding. Like you're done. So you can, it, it's not necessarily has to do with, oh, like poverty or lack of money. There are many different ways this could play out. So as I said, um, family, tribe, uh, you know, ethnic orientation, nation, nationalism, your tribe, your group. When you see somebody where that's super important for them, also your um, people who are very, very, um, you know, very, very tied to their, their particular religious expression and feel that their group is the only group that's correct and the other groups are wrong and 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 shouldn't like even exist that type of thing we're talking about a root chakra uh, level of understanding so let me talk about in the negative and the positive and then i'll 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 see for questions so again no chakra is bad because this has to do with you being able to care for yourself feed yourself um the the right is to have 
okay? Each chakra has a right. So with the root chakra, do you believe you have a right to have? So you can see how that has to do with, you know, having a home or an apartment. I don't mean you have to own a house, but having stability, right? So it's good. It is not a bad chakra, but um, imbalance, it, this is how it can show up. An imbalance would be someone who only thinks about their money, their uh, stability at, at the cost of everything else. Someone who, for example, has difficulty with change. They've never moved. And that's not always like, you know, the worst example or anything, but I'm giving you like sort of the overall sense, like someone who, you know, is almost like the stereotype of like a Taurus, of like the negative side of a Taurus person, for example. So they just have trouble with change. They really, really cling to things as they are. Uh, a root chakra person wouldn't be very much into spirituality. And if they are, it would have to do with how spirituality or religion helps them prosper. So it, it always comes back to that level of survival. And, and um, it's, just, it's just a certain level. So that can be sort of the negative expression of it. Okay, so yeah, let me take, um, hi, Selena. Let me take any questions, whether on, yeah, give me some hearts if you're enjoying this. So we're talking about why they're important because what's happened is, you know, now you can buy chakra bracelets on Amazon and you can buy chakra this and chakra that. These things, goddess, in and of themselves are not going to be what creates a shift, okay? It's just marketing. It's just like, oh, people are into the chakras, great. I'll make this rainbow colored thing and sell it to them. And that's fine if you want, you know, something pretty, like I'm not saying that, but what I think, especially in younger folks, they're like, oh yeah, I know about the chakras. I'll just get, I'll get this bracelet, <laughs> you know, and it's way deeper than that. And that's, I just really want to keep like, you know, hammering on that. It In the West, you guys know this, we take something, we do this with, we do this with like supplements, we do this with different like things that come from other countries and then we sort of, not us necessarily, but we we cheapen it and we bring it down. We bring it, we commercialize it. That's what I'm trying to say, we commercialize it. We commercialize everything. That's the culture of the capitalist consumer culture, okay? So um, by saying that, I'm not saying that we don't have a right to earn, uh, earn a living and stuff like that. Um, but I'm just saying the West tends to just take out the meaning and then sell it to you, sell the shell to you. That's what I'm trying to say, okay? So let me look for any questions and I'm looking down because I'm on YouTube for those just joining on Instagram and your you, Instagram guys are a little higher, okay? You're just a little higher up. So let me see, yeah, any questions in terms of the root chakra? So things are not um, like, you know, carved in stone, like th this is also something I see. I, I have some members of my audience who are like, oh yeah, they're really stuck in the past about, I was trauma, you know, I had this horrible trauma happen, which is true, it happened to them, their after effects, of course, but they're sort of can get a little bit stuck in it. And so the reason I'm talking about the chakras is that you can work with them, you can basically heal, okay? That's the message I want to give to you is you can heal. So don't get stuck in just looking at the trauma. Like I've had students and clients who are, can get a little stuck in their processing of the trauma. Like they get stuck in the shadow work. Don't get stuck in the shadow. You don't have to, you don't have to. Okay. Um, I've seen that happen with a couple people um, where they're just like, oh, I'm, you know, over a long period of time, they're just still sort of swimming in the in the trauma is kind of the best way I can say it. Let's see. So um, Selena says, um, I'm very intentional where I get my stones. Yeah, um, I think when we're buying crystals, um, it's important to, um, I think it's good if you can touch them. I, I generally only buy crystals if I can like go go in person. I know that's harder with COVID, but yeah. Um, and stones are absolutely wonderful. But as I was saying, the it's actual meditation on the chakras, doing the actual work, working with the seed sounds of each chakra that is the most powerful, that basically clears it. Um, so Rose, hi, Rose JP saying hi. So any questions at this point? Uh, Mary, Mary on YouTube says, as someone with autism, which I need the most, 
autism is interesting. I would tend to put autism with the upper chakras, with um, the third eye and even potentially the crown. Um, you know, of course, I would have to know more. And again, I'm saying that this is the energy pattern, um, but we don't diagnose, you know, diagnose or uh, treat any illness. And it also doesn't, working with the chakras doesn't preclude, you know, you know, taking a medication or especially lifestyle practices. So with autism, I mean, I think you could, th you could thrive with autism if you're able to work with it. I would tend to place that with Ajna and the crown chakra. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and also then depending how it's manifesting for you, Mary. So that's a really good question. Yeah. Other questions. Other questions. Let's see. Let me, Dawn has a question on YouTube and Instagram. Hey, come up with some questions. <laughs> Here, I'm going to wave. I'm just cutting the wave button. How do you move, improve, and strengthen energy in the root chakra? Okay, so great question. I, um, like I said, I have videos go to my homepage. I'm going to answer the question in short form, but I have a whole playlist about the root chakra. So, in fact, I have like, I think it's 21 ways. I'm bad with numbers, you guys, because I'm dyslexic, um, like mildly dyslexic, and I'm not, oh, numbers. Like, I can do many things. Numbers are not, not really good with numbers. Um, the main thing I would say for folks with root chakra issues, and another way also to see root chakra issues can be disorder. I just made a video about that, like just messiness, a, a difficulty with kind of organizing things, keeping things kind of you know, cleaner and so on. I would actually focus on a practical level, Dawn, um, is the first thing I would say. So in my chakra course, which is, this is part of like, I am wanting to let you know about this course, Chakra Soul Alchemy. And if anybody in the chat is in the course, please share, share what you thought about it and share that you are here live. Um, we would give practical things as well. So the, I mean, it sounds really simple, but clean your space. Is your space, I'm, in fact, I'm curious, Dawn, is your space um, clean or do you, do you have to trouble with keeping your space clean? Now this, the root chakra imbalance could show up in somebody who's extreme, is very rigid, as I said, right? And they'd be rigid in terms of place. So someone who is overly neat and like things have to be, you know, those people like it has to be in that spot and their, and their place is just, immaculate, but also like very, uh, it's like a tightness to it, you know? So a, a chakra can show an excess and in deficiency. Okay. So like excess and deficiency. So as I said at the beginning, this is a great, um, a great point, you know, someone who is homeless, of course, there are many external reasons that feed into homelessness, but why is one person homeless, say in a family that had the same conditions and another not right so that's a very a weak root chakra right that like the trauma you say could got to them much more right versus someone who with um you know the opposite root uh, root chakra issue where they have a home and they're like obsessed with having a home keeping it clean like they've gone just they've gone just the other way because it's almost the same fear the fear of lack of a home do you guys get that give me a yes if you get what i'm saying so it can play out as like a deficiency or an excess right so it's always think of polarities right and we want to be more you know more balanced right not the in this case like homeless or just really rigid about our home um, really fearful about losing it, that type of thing, where they they may seem like they're thriving, but there's a lot of fear. Okay, so that would be like these polar expressions of a root chakra imbalance. So yeah, hope that was hope that was helpful. Hi, Janine. Let's see. Uh, can you speak to chakras and traditional African spiritual practices? Um, yeah. Hey. Janine saying hi. I actually am not, hold on, and some more questions coming in. I am going to be studying a little bit more with a, um, a woman that I had on my channel, Janine, um, who is a who is trained in a specific lineage of African spirituality. I'm going to be working personally for myself with her 
very soon. Um, and you can check out those videos. I have some videos on working with ancestors, but that is not my specialty. And I say that, and I want to say this other thing. It's like, I think that, you know, like, yeah, I, I yeah. So I'm going to be studying with her um, for my personal healing and I highly recommend her. And if you reach out to me, um, cause you're in the course, I can give you, I think actually, I think I listed her within the course. So yeah, she can, uh, you know, connect as well. Many cultures talk about the chakras. Some cultures name less chakras, for example. Um, and there are more, these are the seven are the major ones. I go through the Vedic line because, and this may offend some people, but it is the most, um, it's documented, it's in written form, it's easiest to access. And yes, these teachings could go back way further to ancient Egypt, to Kemet, you know, because, you know, many, everything does, right? Um, but every different culture um, has mention, has some mention. Actually, and I, sh I take that back, not every different culture. It's not the focus of some cultures. Um, and I th think it also depends how far back you go. Obviously, uh, traditions can get lost, information gets lost. For example, I'll, I'll give an example of in a lot of parts of Europe, they were, you know, pre-Christian, they were pagan, there was there was different, uh, there were different religions and different understanding, but when religion came in, the, the major Western religions, they obliterated that, you know, whether in parts of Africa, whether in South America, around the world, right? So traditions and information can get lost um, for sure. But I am following through the lineage that goes through to India because it is written down and, um, and documented through thousands of years. And it's very, very clear. And that's just the, the lineage that I go through. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think she, I think I mentioned her within the course, perhaps in the first, um, perhaps in the root chakra chapter. So yeah, 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 yeah. And Dawn, hope that answered your question. And let's see. Uh, I was putting a plan together for the Vedas. Selena, not exactly sure what you mean. Do you mean in terms of studying? And then I'm going to take a question. My digestive system has been improving, and I know you're not a doctor, but I noticed an improvement. Oh, sure. I think, Selena, are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is great. If you work with the third chakra, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Um, someone on Instagram, Selena, hold on, is saying that her digestion has improved. So you guys, working with the chakras has a, has physical benefits. It can have physical benefits. I'll give you one very concrete, and then I probably will close for today. Um, one of the students, one of the best students I had in the course, and the, by best, I mean, she really dove into it. She takes notes when we meet live in the Chakra Alchemy course. Um, and I teach points in there. I teach what are called potent points, okay? They're acupressure points that I have chosen specifically and correlate them with different chakras, okay? And that is unusual in my, um, that's very unusual in a course about the chakras if not, you know, if not, um, like, I think it's the only one that's out there that does that. So what um, happened for the student, she, the point I taught to everyone, she had um, issues with her knees, which I didn't know. I actually know her pretty well, but I did not know she had issues with her knees. And she wrote, and she wrote a testimonial about it, that she did the points and the practices we did during the live and the, the point, well, and so she noticed, but it took her a while because it, you guys often, we notice when something causes a problem, we don't notice when the problem leaves. I was actually talking to a therapist about that, <laughs> meaning when things are fine, we don't notice things are fine because nothing catches our attention. This is a profound truth that is actually brought up in Buddhist teaching that when things are actually fine, we're usually too distracted and we miss when things are fine or neutral. We only notice when things are bad as a rule or they're very, very good and then we'll notice. 
the key is most of our life is actually in that middle zone. So anyway, this woman who took the course noticed that her she was going downstairs and her knees weren't bothering her. And she's like, oh my God, that's so interesting. And she has found, and the point I gave was for a particular chakra, particular energy meridians that feed into the chakras and, um, and specifically to help the legs also. And so she told me, she's like, oh my God, the pain in my knees, like if I do this, it just goes away and it has been better. And especially if you do it over time, it will help. Okay. So that stuff that's in my course, that stuff, the potent points is from my study as a massage therapist, because I'm a licensed massage therapist and moving away, especially with COVID from working in person, but teaching this way, right? So she did this potent point that was included in the Chakra Soul Alchemy course and her knees, the pain in her knees is basically gone. She can go up and down stairs and she's not feeling it. So um, do, I will be doing these live. I'm going to do, like I said, I think through Tuesday because I'll, I'll get to Ajna and the Crown Chakra on Tuesday, but I'm going to go, tomorrow will be Sacral, then the third chakra, then the heart, the throat, the th and third eye and crown I'm going to do together as one. Okay. And I do want to tell you that the, um, so the course Chakra Soul Alchemy is on sale right now for $100 off for early registration. So it's a time limit. Okay. And it's a great course. Some of the women in here, two of them actually, one on YouTube, one on Instagram, um, are in it and are going for certification and certification is great. You can, you can actually get a free call with me if you're interested in the certification, just can find out more about you. But if you're a massage therapist, a healer, Reiki, even you're going to do tarot or you do intuitive readings, anything holistic. Um, if you go for certification, this will help you incorporate work with the chakras into what you do. So that's like a higher level is a certification level and there are requirements, okay? Those of you who are in the course, make sure you read the email I sent today, okay? <laughs> I will be looking at your journals, okay? So there are requirements if you wanna do the certification level, but the best way to find out is to go to my website and then I will take a few more questions. My website is intheflowofmagic.com and it's under like courses and journals and you'll see the Chakra Soul Alchemy course. And I think it's, the best course for women specifically on the chakras. Um, before I close, before I look for any last questions, I give herbs, okay? And you can go ahead and Google separate things if you want. If you are really committed to just getting, trying to do everything free and you have a lot of time on your hands, you can absolutely do that. But you don't know the quality of what you're getting. You don't know who that person is. You don't know how much they actually know and you're kind of grabbing things from all over. My course is based on like 20 something years of study of yoga and practice of yoga because I'm a licensed yoga teacher through Kripalu. Um, I've studied many different types of yoga and uh, meditation, have meditated with monks for up to six weeks at a time in complete silence, as well as being a trained massage therapist. And so the program is, is um, it's step-by-step, step, right? And so it's absolutely worth the investment if you're really wanting to heal your energy. And I'll talk more about that with the different chakras. As I said today, issues, oh, before issues, uh, obesity is um, tied to the root chakra and third chakra as well. But the root chakra, um, anything with the legs, the feet, uh, the bones, um, elimination, having trouble letting go of things, letting go of shit, literally. <laughs> okay, Instagram might ban me because I said that. Literally, right? Because it has to do with the colon. So things are physical and metaphorical and energetic. Um, I want to also, circling back to a question previously, we all have chakras. We all, um, no matter our, our gender, our race, our ethnicity, our religious belief, we all, the same way that we all, you know, are, have eyes unless they're, you know, unless we were born with a, a, a problem. We all have a liver or a kidney or, or, you know, it's part of being human. So that's really important. I really um, want to look at things holistically. And as we are all a human family, that's very important to me. And um, yeah, 
So we all have chakras and they don't vary based on, um, you know, anything mundane, anything in the mundane world in that sense that would divide us as people. So any more questions let, before I go? And I will be back tomorrow at 5, 5.55 because 5 is my favorite number. Let's see. Mm -hmm. Great. Yeah. Thank you, Janine. Janine shares and Janae. I don't know if Janae is still around. Um, and Janine says that I'm in the chakra course and I've learned so much about myself and I've learned so much about myself. I now feel confident sharing chakra info with people, with others. Uh-huh. And, and it's also, you know, there's lots of info on the internet. My course and my training, which has also a live component, like a, a private group, small group live with me, right? Um, so it's different. It's not out on social media. It's it's much more private and personal and, and specific. Um, it's about not just information, but um, using the information, taking it in. And as, that's why I keep going back to how important the practices are. That's why I keep going back to that. It's doing the practices. Because what I see is people just, you know, um, just like they can reel off, oh, this color goes with this and this crystal could go with that. But that's like being able to, and this is not not Janine. Janine's been a wonderful, uh, wonderful student and she's gonna be certified as well. But I think that some people feel that reading about something means they know it and that is not the case. So I always just give this example. It's the difference between actually you know, having sex with a partner versus reading about what sex is if you've never had it, right? It's the difference between doing and sort of a theoretical knowledge. So if you want practical knowledge, then do check out my course. And it is um, at my website, which is in the flow of magic for the Instagram folks, because I don't have it up there. It's in the flow of magic.com. And, uh, or you could just DM me if you're on Instagram and you wanna, um, you need the link or something. So I will be live tomorrow um, with a Swadhisthana chakra. And that, the sacral chakra is huge. It's the one so many women are concerned because it's if you really have um, issues, reproductive issues, uh, issues with sexuality, uh, pleasure, that's the sacral chakra, okay? So the chakra governs the area where it resides. So I'll talk about that tomorrow. So I hope you'll join me. And don't forget the course is on sale and you can save $100 if you register uh, before Sunday. I extended it to Sunday because I know some of you folks, you know, when you get paid um, and it might be something that you wanted to just save a little bit. Um, four. So I extended the deadline of the of the discount of early registration until Sunday. And I think it's at midnight that it's going to like come down. So do check that out. And if you want a, if you have a question about the course, especially if you're thinking about certification, I think it's vivasme.com. Oops, I might mess that up. Um, you can book a, um, a call with me, like a free call, and we can talk about if it's right for you to get certified. As I said, certification is if you know you're gonna move into doing healing work, holistic work, um, spiritual work with folks, then it would be perfect for you for the certification level. If it's, um, you know you're not gonna do that, then take the regular, regular level. Any last questions? Oh, great, okay, I went for 45 minutes. 45 minutes is great. Any questions or comments? So I do have free videos on my channel that can give you a lot of information that you can work with. So I absolutely, um, you know, dedicated to putting stuff out there that is free as well as more in-depth organized stuff that is basically 20 something years of my experience. And, and that is my course. So um, yeah. Hi, Megan. I'm waving. So I like doing this. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna try it um, tomorrow again. Swadhisthana chakra, the sacral chakra. Swadhisthana means sweetness, right? So sensuality, sexuality, I'll talk a little bit about that. Any questions we'll take? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, somebody said, look up chakra removal on YouTube. Yeah, you can't remove chakras. What you need to understand is on YouTube, um, how can I say this? And I know some of you know this. You know, if, uh, if folks are searching for something, someone will make a video. You can research what folks are searching for on YouTube. YouTubers do that. And then they make a video about a topic. So um, you can't remove a chakra. That would be like saying, I want to remove my heart. Um, you know, they're not negative things. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I think Savan is answering somebody else, Savan seven, but yeah. Um, uh, no, chakras are not, they, they hold your limitations. So for example, um, real quick, um, and you're just coming in, so you missed this, but I'll just do a really quick recap. Yeah, somebody might have a limitation where they only think people from their country are good people. That could be a root chakra limitation. So yes, it shows their level, their level of consciousness and their level of development. That is not to blame the chakra. The chakra is simply, that would be like blaming the eyes if somebody looks out in the world and only notices negativity. Would you blame the, the literal eyes for that? Or is it the person that they only um, see and talk about bad things? Meaning, oh, people are evil, people are bad. That's, that's what I see in the world. Is that because their eyes fault or is that is that something else? Is that their level of consciousness? So yeah, you don't want to remove, um, you don't want to, yeah, you don't want to remove the chakras. And I don't think Savant Seven was saying that. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, she's selling a course. Yes, I have a course. I didn't know, didn't mean to hurt your business. Chakras, a thought concept. Uh, they're not actually, they exist in the energy body. They're people who can see them. I don't see the colors and see them, but I feel them and I can get a sense of where the person's imbalance is. So there, there are people who are able to see, people who see auras and they can see the chakra energy. Um, in fact, I have a story. I'm not gonna go yet. I have a story for those of you who are with me. I'm looking more at my YouTube people, but I have a story for you. Um, hold on. Yeah, oh, everything is one, absolutely. Everything is one, Savan, yes. Let me give you a really quick story um, because I am always honest with you guys. So as I said, I don't see the chakras. That's like, you know, different people have different gifts. Like I'm empathic. Um, I've had um, clairaudience. I am very intuitive. I don't like the word psychic because I think it sounds like cheesy, but I don't tend to see, I don't see the chakras, but I had an experience and I'll share it with you because it was really cool. Is really, really cool. Um, I was sitting, and that's what we call, I was sitting a six-week meditation training, um, and it was not specifically on the chakras. It was mindfulness meditation, which they end up at a higher level, they overlap, okay? So this is what happened to me. It was really, really cool. I was waking up. Now, as you guys know, when you're waking up, like you're you're not, the rational mind hasn't taken over. The thoughts, oh, this is what it is. I know what it is, which is what can come up sometimes with comments. I know what it is. You know, don't tell me if I already know. And we see that right now in our world. And that's why there's so much conflict. So you're fresh when you're just waking up. That's that subconscious, you know, you're very sort of open. And I was just waking up. I looked, my, I lifted my hand and you guys, it was a for a moment. It was literally like two seconds. I saw my hand just as energy, and I, I like I said, this was years ago. I still remember it to this day. So what do I mean by that? I didn't see my physical hand. I literally saw little, like little particles of light, all different colors. It was wild. It was really, really wild it was, and and it startled me right so you're waking up you were like you see and you're like ah and so when you when you do that it like it then it was like oh in my hand but for that split second you guys it was just i saw little like little particles of energy like moving i was like whoa and like i said i, I just like i was so shocked that once i fully woke up i startled myself out of it right so anyway 
Um, so yeah, they, you know, but I'm not here to convince anyone if they exist or don't exist. Um, as I said, many, many uh, cultures talk about, you know, um, these energy centers. And of course they use their language. They call it what, you know, what works in their language. But as I said, the lineage I'm following is where it's the most delineated and most clear in written form for thousands of years. And that has come to us through yoga uh, into the West. Um, so, yeah. And I also want to address one more thing. I am selling my course because I know my course can help. What I see a lot of women doing, I see especially a lot of black women. I'm going to go there and it may be, I'm going to, you know, it, it, that's why I have a lot of free stuff on my channel that you really can work with. Um, but I think the strong black woman trope, right? Trope means almost like stereotype where we just try to do everything on our own. Uh, we try to figure stuff out on our own. Some of that is money, but I also know that sometimes the same, you know, I've had a woman tell me, well, I don't, you know, I don't have money for like a course or something, not this course, but like, uh, something say on meditation, and then a week later they're going on a vacation. So I'm just um, putting that out there that I think it's a matter of what your priorities are. Um, and I do have stuff for free on my channel, but I know a lot of women that I see suffering where they're stuck, they can't get themselves to do. Um, and that's really what my mission is. My mission is to thrive while helping women who are going to be the leaders, the spiritual leaders, the healers of this planet. That's my mission, okay? And I am part of that movement. And um, that's who I wanna work with. I wanna work with those who are gonna then go out and help others to heal, okay? So I wanna be like the healer's healer. So that's my mission. And my mission is to thrive while doing that. I don't believe that, um, um, this starving artist or starving uh, spiritual. I think that was a mindset that was put upon us by the powers that be uh, to make uh, money evil. And so thereby leaving it for certain people, certain other people who didn't buy into that. So um, I think that we, the healers, the teachers need to thrive and that's my mission. So I'm gonna close with that. My light went out, which tells me it's time for me to go. I'm gonna go make supper. Um, as I said, if you're interested in finding out more about the course while it's on a sale, while it's discounted for you, it's $100 off, then head on over to my site, which is in the flow of magic.com. I will be live tomorrow at um, 5.55 on Instagram and on YouTube. We'll be talking about the sacral chakra. This was, today was the intro and the root chakra, okay? And I look forward to working with you and supporting you through your transition. The transition is where you create a business or work that you love, that nurtures you, that satisfies you, where you heal from trauma, where you heal from pain, where you heal from abusive relationships, where you heal from dogma, where you heal from fear. All of that, all right, can be had by working with the chakras diligently and steadily. So on that note, my love, stay blissed and blessed, and I'll see you tomorrow, hopefully. Bye.